All right, all right, we're back at it again. English and Coffee. I'm your host, Damian. Oh, yeah, it's been one of those days, but um, let's get into it. All right, so when I say it's been one of those days, I mean right now it's one of those days. Earlier it wasn't so much one of those days, but um, this little situation I got behind me is uh, taking the cake. So I came over here to McDonald's uh, to try to kill two birds, one stone. I was a little hungry, but I knew I needed my coffee to record my podcast. So came over here, rolled up to the drive-thru. I was like, what do you have? What kind of deals do you have? So right now they're running some promotion, dollar any size coffee, hot, dollar forty-nine any size iced coffee. So I said, you know what? It's forty degrees outside. Let's go with the iced coffee. So that's what I have right now. But here's the thing. I said, well, I'm hungry at the same time, so I wanted to order a little food to go with it. So they're running some promotion on a uh, McDouble and a fry, which is about three twenty-one. So I ran over there to well not ran over there to get that see they, they got all this stuff behind me is throwing me off it's a bunch of people everywhere don't feel like dealing with them but um anyway so i got the um the mcdouble and the fry then i got the iced coffee the whole thing came up to about four maybe 489 something like that so order the food and then they're like okay well we needed you to pull up to number one i'm like number one like how many freaking waiting things do you have so I had to pull up to the first post. I'm sitting there for like seven minutes waiting for my food. Somebody pulls up behind me in number two. So we're waiting for our food. I'm like, what's the point of ordering fast food if you got to wait seven minutes for it? I could have went home and made a sandwich. I could have went in the grocery store, bought a loaf of bread, packed cold cuts, put a sandwich together, and been eating. Like, I probably would have eaten three sandwiches by then. So, I don't know. It's just, you know, you have expectations. These aren't unrealistic expectations these are realistic expectations because when you go to a fast food drive-thru you expect the food to come out fast and that's not what happens so mcdonald's i rarely rarely go there anyway this is the first time i've probably eaten something from mcdonald's in a while i mean since the last time i've been to mcdonald's i've been to wendy's several times i've been to burger king i've been to uh, what moore's barbecue sam jones various different situations Rarely go to McDonald's unless I have to. Most of the time it's just to get a frap or something like that, but not to eat. And then I come here and this is what you get. So I had another topic for today's podcast. I was going to tell you something, you know, story and all this good stuff, you know, personal experience. But I'm going to talk about some personal experiences as I usually do. But I think today we're going to talk about customer service and how that could just really taint a meal. You know what I mean? It can just taint a meal, put a shade on the meal that you don't want to eat. So we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. So as I'm sitting here digesting that subpar McDonald's food, drinking this hazelnut iced coffee large, uh, I'm going to take a few moments to talk about customer service. So... That experience I just told you about probably happened maybe 10 minutes ago. So, yeah, that was poor customer service. The very least, the very least they could have done if you make people wait that long is you upgrade their food. So I had a small fry that could have came with the medium. 
They could have hit me off with the medium. They could have hit me with the large. I've been to other places like Chick-fil-A. Let me tell you about the customer service I got there one time. I don't really eat Chick-fil-A because their prices are so high. It's like $6 for a chicken sandwich. But let me let me tell you what the manager did. So I went to Chick-fil-A one time, and I had a coupon for buy one, get one. Okay, so you get a little Chick, Chick-fil-A patty, whatever, and comes with a pickle, two pickles, and that's their thing. It's, it's, it's not much to the sandwich. It's good. It's just they use a chicken breast, so it's it's pretty wholesome. Anyway, I get up to the front, pull out my coupon, order my food, and then the little the little lady or the little guy at the register who didn't know anything, didn't even know his own name, is going to tell me, oh, we can't use this coupon. I'm like, what are you talking about? A coupon says use at any location. Oh, well, we can't use it here and blah, blah, blah. I said, okay. Then a guy behind me comes up with a coupon. He says, yeah, you can use it here, and they accept his coupon. I said, um, I want to speak to your manager. Uh, what do you need to speak to the manager for? I said, let me speak to your manager. So he goes gets the manager, like a good little boy, goes gets the manager. Manager comes back around. He's like, um, hi, how can I help you, sir? I said, well, sir, I was here with the coupon. It says it can be used anywhere here. And this gentleman here told me that I couldn't use the coupon. And then this other guy right here shows up with a similar coupon, same situation, and he honors his coupon. So what do you want to do about that? He says, no problem. What was the coupon for? He gives me the two sandwiches, tells me to keep the coupon, and gives me fries and a drink. I said, that's customer service. That's customer service. I wasn't asking for all that, but that's customer service. Customer's always right. You treat them right. You get my respect. That manager knew what time it was. He knew the employee didn't know what time it was. And he knew what he did, the employer did, uh, the employee did was unfair. So he hooked me up. So I got all my food free and got the coupon. And he gave me a book of coupons. So yeah, customer service. It varies. It varies. Now, I have gone into a location when you know you go through the drive-thru and they get your order wrong, or maybe they just talk to you wrong through the window. I have gone in there. I have spoke with management. That's not something I, I try to make a habit of, but I will do it from time to time when it's needed. If I feel that my dollar isn't being respected, best believe I'm going to say something about it. I mean, I recommend you do the same thing because, I mean, if you go up there and they're, they're giving you crappy, I'm going to say crappy, they're giving you crappy customer service, you know, talking to you smart, smarting off at the mouth, being sharp or short with you, you know, you pay money just like everybody else. Your, your dollar is just as green as everybody else. So if they're not going to act like they want that dollar, treat you with respect, you let the manager know about it. The manager can't handle it. You let the corporation know about it. Last thing you want to do is go up there on and blast them in social media, unless it's just a big travesty. Um, because most of the time when you do it like that, you really don't get um, any compensation or anything because it's already hit the, it's hit the air. Management, the corporation will do everything they can to keep keep people putting out positivity. Because one person might affect five people, five people might affect 50 people, 50 people might affect 5,000 people. So that stuff will spread like wildfire. You've seen what has happened to brands. Tommy Hilfiger, 
used to be a popular brand and they put those little silly ads out they lost a lot of sales uh there was that other people um a while back i don't even remember but they had this um this ad in there and they had this little boy on there and he was talking about uh coolest monkey in the jungle and shoot pretty much shut their whole freaking thing down as far as a population or demographic buying their products so yeah i mean it, it starts with the customer i mean we're the people who help support these companies these companies wouldn't be anything without us the customer so we demand customer service we demand to be treated with respect we demand that the employees know their job know their role and do what they're supposed to do when we order our food order our clothes or do whatever we do if i was i shoot i used to work at um wendy's i used to work at wendy's customer service i would make food uh people come in order something if it wasn't right they didn't like it they say sorry about that sir we'll get right on that make you a new sandwich we're not going to take the 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 top of your bun off of your sandwich and put on another meat no we're going to throw that sandwich away and we're going to make a new one you know what i mean that's what you do customers always right i mean it's not like it's pulling any skin off your teeth but the thing is what people want to do they want to get an attitude about it you're an employee make the freaking sandwich make the freaking sandwich you know you don't you don't get paid to have uh, an opinion about the customer's money you're paid to make the sandwich to give the sandwich to take the money to give the change to say thank you, have a nice day. That's it. Not to put your own freaking ideas and all that stuff in into the equation. We 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 don't accept that. I mean, like I said, I work fast food, so I know how it is. So if you're out there, I'm not knocking you. I'm just saying I'm sure you're giving stellar, stellar, top-notch customer service. But for these people out here that aren't, you know, these little windows when you ride through and they got the little attitude. You know, they don't even have enough energy to open their mouth and say, "How much food do you want to eat?" or "What's your order?" or "Can I take your order, sir?" "Can I take your order, ma'am?" Uh, that'll be thirteen dollars and thirty-seven cents. You know, or if you want to make a change, you say, "No, no, scratch that. I would like to uh, substitute the the soda for coffee." And they say, "Okay, we'll get right on that. No problem, sir. If you change it fifteen times, they got to keep their cool. They got to keep their cool." Yeah, you could be frustrated, but do not let the customer hear it. You let the customer hear it, it's a freaking problem. If I change my order 15 times and I then I catch some attitude, oh, it's it's a problem. It's a problem. You might lose your job. You just might lose your job because of it. So, customers always right, customer service number one. Yeah, I'm on it today. I'm on it today and what why I'm on it is because they just lit my fuse. They lit my fuse. I was coming here to talk about something else and then they just they hit me with that. And then the little boy that came out, you know, looked like somebody dressed him, threw him in pants that were too big for him and his freaking shirt was hanging out and his Oh my gosh. Garbage. Garbage. Customer service I received today here at McDonald's, straight garbage. Not garbage, but garbage. You know what I'm saying? We'll take a break on that one. I don't even know if I have an opinion about this hazelnut McCoffee. I mean, it's it's like milk, hazel flavored. Um, I guess it has caffeine in it. I mean, I'm talking. 
but I am not impressed. It is no frap. It by far it is no frap. It is no McFrap at all. It's like a cup of milk, brown milk, with a little too many ice cubes. I know it's iced coffee. I know it's iced coffee. I can't complain. I can't complain. I ordered it. It's a dollar fifty. What do you expect for a dollar fifty? So I gotta I gotta check myself. What do you expect for a dollar fifty, huh? The Taj Mahal? That's not gonna happen. It's a dollar fifty. You know, this I, I can't complain about this cup. I want to complain about this cup, but looking at the price of $1.50, I can't complain about it. I can't complain about it. I can't complain about it at all. <laughs> I could complain, but who would listen? It's a freaking $1.50. You know? It's a freaking $1.50. Now, speaking of $1.50, I just spent, what was it, $384 on four new tires. Why did I do that? I did that because all week and part of the week before that, I kept having to stop by the uh, the air machine at the gas station to put air in my tires, you know, and you could ride for about a day and a half and you had to put more air in, put more air in, put more air in. And it was just like killing me because, you know, in between my clients, I got to put air in, you know, you might have 15 minutes to try to grab something to eat, but I'm sitting there putting freaking air in my tires. So I'm like, you know what? I'm done with it. Today did it. I was out there fishing. Well, before I went fishing, excuse me, I went and got some air in my tire because I'm like, all right, I already know the deal. Get in the car, put some air in there, blah, blah, blah. So get there, put the air in the tire. First, I had to wait because it's lame. Was in the freaking gas station taking all day and he parks his car in front of the air machine. You know, so you had somebody in the passenger seat who could have easily just got out and said, oh, do you need the machine and move the car, right? No, they want to sit there and wait. I sit there and wait. I'm like, okay. Then he comes out with a freaking Slurpee and his dang kid, right, comes out with no haste, no urgency, like he didn't have a care in the freaking world. He just meanders out of the store, you know, doesn't even look at me. I'm looking at him. He doesn't need to look at me. I, I probably would have just torched him right there, just, just torched him with one glaze, just torched him. So he gets in his car. Then he's got to put all these little GPS stuff into his freaking coordinates, whatever, his little phone. Then he starts it up, he leaves. I'm like, this freaking guy, but I don't say anything. I'm keeping it cool. I'm like, it's Saturday. I'm going fishing. I'm not going to get bent out of shape. I sit there, I wait. Then he moves. I get the air in my tires. So I go fish, as I, I try to do on Saturdays. I don't go every Saturday like I used to, but as I try to do on Saturdays, I went today. I did pretty good out there. I caught two fish, almost had a third one, some bass and stuff like that. But I get the um I get back from the car. I mean get back from fishing, get back to the car, look at the tire. The tire's pretty much flat. I'm like, get the freak out of here. Get the freak out of here. So now I'm like, okay, well the leak is just on another freaking level. It's it'll be flat in the morning. And in the morning, after I have my uh my conversation with my friend. I've got things to do. I got to get in the car. I got to go drive here. I got to drive there. So I'm like, I got to get a freaking tire like now. And I'm like, nobody's open on Saturday. I'm like, here it is freaking five o'clock. Where am I going to get a freaking tire? I get on Google, look around. I find uh, this place called Mr. Tire and they're open till six. So I call them to verify. They didn't answer the phone at first, but they did answer, said that they were there till six. I said, all right, let me drop some things off at the house. So I went, took my poles home, rolled up there, 
then the prices went up. So at first on the phone, the guy quoted me $44 a tire would be about 52 with tax and rotation and all this, whatever they got to do. So I was like, well, how much two tires? So he's like, okay, well, yeah, it'll be about, I don't know, 105, blah, 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 you know, going up from there. But we didn't know what size tire I had because I was just telling him some numbers off the top of my head. So get there. And the guy's like, well, I need to verify that the tires, blah, blah, blah. So he verifies the tire. And he says, well, no, it's not what, um, these tires aren't that size and blah, blah, blah. So I said, whatever, let's do four tires. So it went from 150, because it was 105 with the other size, which the tires were like 40-something. Then they were 60-something. I said, whatever, because I needed tires. I needed tires. So I said, let me just get four, because I'm tired of dealing dealing with these little $35 tire deals. I was going to get a used tire like I normally do, but I said, you know what, let me just get some tires and be done with it. Because I don't want to be out here next week with the other two tires jacking up on me. So I said, let me just go ahead and get four tires. So I got four new tires and I asked for an oil change. They couldn't do the oil change because whoever did my last one cross-threaded the nut or whatever, the nut, stripped the nut, whatever. And then the guy, he could have got the nut off, but his main head mechanic wasn't in and he had his tool locked in his box because they have to lock their tools. You know, every mechanic, you know, they come to a shop, they bring their own tools, they leave their tools there, and they lock them so nobody steals their tools. I guess co-workers steal other people's tools and things like that, whatever. That's a code of the mechanic or some something like that. I, I believe it. I believe it. I mean, those tools are high-priced. Those guys come there at $1,500 tools. You don't have tools. You can't work. Blah, blah, blah. So, no complaints there. I got four new tires. Not complaining. Um, while I was there, I had to wait couple lames in there people in there i mean just the, the thing about waiting the thing about waiting i don't mind waiting alone i don't mind waiting with people i know i don't mind waiting with you know with other people that know how to wait <laughs> everybody doesn't know how to wait you're in the waiting room which which no one wants to be in you know what i mean you're in there for an undetermined amount of time you go in you ask for a service for your car or you ask for something at the hospital, whatever. The waiting room, period. They don't say wait five minutes in the waiting room. They don't say wait 15 minutes in the waiting room. They don't say, hey, do you mind going and sitting in that chair for four hours and 26 minutes? No, they don't say that. They just say, well, go to the waiting room and we'll bring your car around when it's ready. That could be a whole freaking day. That could be a whole half a day. You know what I mean? Or it could be five minutes. So I'm sitting in the waiting room. I brought, I was prepared. I brought my tablet. You know, I was playing my game, Dead Target. Had my headphones in, you know, blasting zombies, just, just vibing out, chilling. But meanwhile, on the other side of the freaking room, got these people, these two people, two girls. They're over there just talking, talking, talking about nonsense, nonsense, nonsense. And why I say nonsense, have you ever played the game The Sims? You know The Sims where they just go, make those look freaking sounds, but they're not even really talking? That's what they sounded like. You know, they weren't, they weren't over there having some intelligent conversation going, um, oh, well, you know, the weather, I think the, the index or tomorrow I'm going to work and I'm preparing this speech or presentation. No, it was just a bunch of, burp, 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 burp. then you hear <laughs> all these little laughs. I'm like, oh, my Gosh, you got to be kidding me. But like I said, fortunately, 
I had my headphones. I had my game. Just turned the volume up just a hair, just a taste. Didn't have to listen to it. And when they left, I took one of the earpieces off. Then I was talking to the guy um, about, excuse me, talking to the guy about cars and everything like that. And my tires and everything, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, that's pretty much how that, that situation went. Um, I will share one more quick thing. I guess it is a, on a positive note, just to leave it up. I mean, this whole thing is positive. We're, we're super positive here. <laughs> we're kicking out the vibes for real. As long as there's good customer service. If there's good customer service, you have happy customers. You have happy, happy patrons. I'll be a happy person. I'll sit here and happily sip this flat coffee. And on that, let me take a break, and then we'll close it out. So, as I was saying, I was going to try to leave you on a good little jewel here, or morsel. So, the other day I watched this uh, Russian film. Uh, I think it's called Moi Parin Engel, or Ango. Anyway, so my boyfriend's an angel, right? And, um... It's a good little sweet movie. I mean, it's 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 sweet. Uh, the movie, how does it go? Let me tell you how it goes. Hold on. So you got um, this angel. He just appears out of nowhere. He just shows up, whatever. He's walking down the street, doing all these little good deeds and things like this. Look like you're like, okay, this is a good guy. You know, helping people and restoring the sick, whatever. Anyway. There's this other girl on the other side of the, the, the movie, whatever, the, the main character. Him and her, they're, they're, the, they're the main character, right? So she's chasing her cat. You know, she's just your typical mid-20s, early 30s woman whose life is really going nowhere, but she's maintaining and she's trying to find happiness, doesn't know what her career is going to be, doesn't know how to find love, just making it through just like the rest of us, right? Anyway, so... Her cat gets on the uh, windowsill, and she's living, I don't know, three, four stories up. Cat's on the windowsill. It's outside walking around on this windowsill. So she goes out there, I guess forgetting that she wasn't a cat, falls off the windowsill, lands on the angel, right? Lands on him. He should have died. I mean, she fell like several flights, you know, and, and just lands on top of this guy. She lives. He lives. He gets up. Everything's fine. The ambulance shows up. They try to rescue the guy. He's like, I don't need it. He's jumping around pretty much doing cartwheels anyway the girl's like oh you're okay so she invites him back to her apartment and you know to clean him up and everything because she just freaking fell out of a freaking building on top of him right so she's asking him to do a couple things you know put the tea on feed the cat blah 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 and he's getting everything but backwards right b-u-t-t backwards right and um she's like well what's what's your problem he's like i'm an angel and I haven't seen anything like this, you know, he, he lived longer, whatever. But the whole moral of the story is, or the movie, is they fall in love, right? You know, they go through all these little situations, and he's trying to prove to her that he's an angel because she doesn't believe him. And he's like her guardian angel, they fall in love, whatever. It's, it's cute. Um, they fall in love, but he's only there for one day. So this is one. this movie is an hour and 37 minutes long, and it's just like one day. One day. Getting in the morning, she falls on him. It's New Year's, you know. It's a New Year's movie. Um, I, I don't, I don't think here in America they make New Year's movies, but over there in Russia they have New Year's movies. So like movies, to they have Christmas movies. I mean New Year's movies, just movies to capture the um, 
the event. Anyway, it's a good movie. Like I said, it's cute. So he's like, I'm only here for one day. You know, you're my girlfriend for a day. She falls in love, you know, in one day. It's it's cute. It's it's a little mushy. It's a little mushy. Typically, you know, not my, my bag, but it's in Russian, so I'll watch it. And, of course, I enjoyed it. And um, I'm not going to ruin it just in case any of you out there are studying Russian and you watch the movie. But, yeah, they fall in love and they go through a couple situations. He's only there for a day. Uh, but, yeah, recommend it. Watch it. So why did I bring that up? I brought that up because I watched the freaking movie in an hour and 37 minutes. No subtitles, nothing. And I understood the movie. So what does that say? Well, that says uh, <laughs> keep doing what I'm doing. And I'm going to tell you exactly what I'm doing to to learn Russian. And I, I imagine you could apply this to any language. I am using the language every day. Every freaking day. No days off. No days off. Every day I am reading something in Russian. I don't care if it's one sentence. I am reading something. I have stuff all on the wall, so if I just look at any wall in my house, I'm going to read something. I'm reading something. I'm listening to music all day, every day, because I love music. I am singing songs. When I'm not listening to the music, I'm singing the songs. Um, I am, what else am I doing? Writing, writing's not something I'm doing every day. Um, you know, practicing the characters and all that stuff, because I already know it, you know. Um, I like to write stories and stuff in Russian, things like that. But, I mean, it's something I do here and there. So I'm not going to say you just throw it away, but that's not something I do every day. Um, but YouTube, 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 YouTube is one of my biggest, biggest tools, biggest tools in my arsenal, because I don't watch TV. I got three TVs. I don't watch any of them. I watch YouTube. I watch edutainment, what I consider to be edutainment, but now I'm watching a little entertainment. So every now and then, maybe four or five times a week, I'll watch a video about some vocabulary, some new, um, you know, form structures, grammar, this, that, this, that. But 90% of the time, I'm watching vloggers. I'm watching vloggers. I'm watching these mukbangs in Russian. I'm watching these people just doing, you know, the whole vlog your life stuff walking around with cameras and talking to their friends and family. This is the stuff I watch all day long. I watch the people getting up there talking about therapy. They're talking about mental health. They're talking about drugs. They're talking about sex. They're talking about partying. They're talking about pregnancy. They're talking about work, life, like this. You hear what I'm talking about? They're up there talking just like this. In Russian, it's colloquial language. Colloquial language, and I am loving it. Now, every single word do I understand? No, but here's the thing. We don't understand conversation in individual words. We understand it in phrases and ideas. Like right now, you may not be picking up every single word that I'm saying, but you're getting the gist of the conversation. You're getting the gist, the meaning, the essence of what I'm saying. Like when you talk to people at work, your boss comes in, blah, 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 do the file reports, blah, 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 blah. Do the file reports, that's it. Doesn't matter what the rest that he said, right? That's the whole thing. So listening, you, you have to listen. Like if you want to, and, and the thing is, how it works is the more you listen, your brain is picking up this information and organizing it without you even being aware of it. So the more you listen to, even if you don't understand, the more you hear it, strangely, the more you understand it. And then when you speak, you know, whatever language you're studying, you speak, hopefully it's English, you speak it. You, you'll start to hear even in yourself that these these structures will come out. And you're like, 
Wow, I just said that. Or wow, I just, where did this word come from? These words are just falling out of your mouth. And these structures that you've never even thought of doing are coming out. Why? Because you've just absorbed it by watching so much of it, by listening to so much of it. Even your, um, your, uh, your pronunciation. You know, you might sit there and you hear a word. And, you know, you think you're saying it right. And you practice it a few times. But when you hear these people in the blog just saying it over and over and over and over and over and over and over. Of course you're going to have it right. Um, and then the accent. You pick up the accent. You know, because, I mean, we, we just, we're, we're creatures of habit. So, I mean, you emulate these people. You're hearing them and you're like, when they have all these expressions and they're all, you know, their exclamations and they're getting excited and they're talking, you start to feel those emotions in the language. I'm going to tell you, with Russian, I've been, I'd say I'm more emotional. In Russian, you probably listen to this podcast like, no, you're freaking you know, raging, no, uh, but I am more emotional in Russian, I don't know why, like, when I listen to the music, you know, it just hits me deeper, I guess because I'm actually listening to it, I mean, American music, and we listen to it, it's like, nah, 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 you know, the song is a good song, blah, 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 but when you're listening to every word, when every word means something, you know, as you're learning a language, you're reaching, you know, for the understanding, you're reaching for the meaning, uh, it just all these words hit you deeper. So I mean, you have to be open to it. So I am completely open to the language. I mean, I'm like a freaking sponge. <laughs> you know, you put you put a sponge in a, in a little puddle of water. It's just go to. That's what I'm doing. The language. Anytime and every time I'm around Russian language, that's what I do. So I suggest or recommend that you you do the same thing with English or whatever languages you're you're studying. Um, you have to listen to it more than once a week, more than twice a week. You know, you have to live this stuff. If you want to learn English, you have to live it. You have to use it. Like, it's got to be a part of your life. It can't be, oh, I'm going to go study some English. No. You're studying 24-7, every chance you get. You know, if you're drinking the coffee, like, oh, I'm going to drink this coffee. I'm going to get this. If you can say it in English, say it in English. Say it in English. You know, music, English, movies, English. Newspaper, English, magazine, English, comics, English. I read Russian comics too. You know, I'm 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 leaving no stone unturned. I'm I'm hitting it all. You know. But um on that one, uh I hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope you got something from it other than uh hearing about my rant about customer service. But like I said, maybe I mean I'm I know, I know for a fact you have experienced some customer service blues as well. I'd love to hear about them. You know, reach out to me, reach out to me. Let me know what kind of customer service you're getting in your country or situation, wherever you're at. And on that one, I'll see you in the next one.